Chapter 20 The place was soon swarming with police and media. Television trucks eventually arrived, from big cities like Dallas-Fort Worth and smaller cities like San Antonio and Albuquerque. Local people drove slowly by, rubbernecking all that activity. By then we were gone. After the Sicario was confirmed dead, I cleaned myself up as best I could, given the circumstances. Neither Dave nor Mallory had fired a shot, so I did not have to worry about the casings. I wiped the two Glocks down and left them with the bodies. Better than having them with us, with all that law enforcement, I wasn't surprised to find that the GMC sports utility vehicle was no longer around. I figured the remaining two Sicarios would want to hightail it across the border as soon as they could. The Sicario's phone stayed in my pocket, destined to be crushed. Dave and Mallory went first in the Bronco. We followed. Once we were away from the Walmart complex and cruising on Route 118, I turned to look at Elena. She was curled against the passenger door, looking at the night. The desert was a thin black horizon, a shade lighter in the sky than the earth, mostly a straight line, with some hills once in a while. The electric lights out there were sparse. I said, so is it Jolene or Elena? She did not say anything, just kept on looking out at the night. After a while, she said, Jolene. I said nothing. I'm sorry I lied to you. I said, what else did you lie about? She said, I went to school for journalism, but I never worked as a journalist. Other than that, the basics are the same. She shifted to face me. I was his girlfriend, not a journalist. His wife decided to have me killed. So now you tell me. Would you have helped me if I had told you that in the beginning? I said, It wouldn't have made any difference to me, but I understand why you would change the story. Some people might have judged you, morally. His wife found out, and she wanted you dead. So the hit on you is from her, not the lizard guy, El Legarto, who is in fact your boyfriend. She said, Not anymore he isn't. You should understand that I wasn't a complete victim. Being his mistress for ten years had benefits, even if, in the beginning, I didn't get to make a choice. How did you meet him? Working in a nightclub. He decided he wanted me, like a shopping trip. One night he was there looking at me. The next day two of his guys came and told me to pack up my things. He wanted me. Just like that. Just like that. I said, ten years is a long time. I guess it wasn't all that bad. I had it good, compared to most people's lives. After a while, I wasn't a prisoner, and he's a smart guy, but limited in terms of his interests. Why did his wife suddenly care? She said, he stopped seeing her. I think he got bored with her after they had kids. She was a beauty queen when he married her, but... By the end, it was more like I was his wife and she was just stale bread. So after ten years, that psychopath decided that she wanted me dead, and he just rolled over and let it happen. I said, 
mother of his children and all that. Right. What's the wife's name? She laughed and said, Elena. So what am I supposed to call you now, Jolene? Call me Joe. I tried it out. Joe. Felt okay saying it. Joe looked at me and smiled. She said, If this weren't some dumb modern car, I would come over there and give you a hug. But if I did that, the seatbelt thing would beep, right? I said, who cares? Give me a hug. Joe unclipped the seatbelt, scooted over and rested her head on my chest. She wrapped her left arm around my neck. The fingers of her right hand rested lightly on my forearm. She said, a decent guy is hard to find. I said nothing, enjoying the feeling of her pressed against me. The seatbelt warning beeped, but it kept me awake. An hour later, I carried Mallory into the ranch house. She was having a bad spell. It had started in the Walmart parking lot and gotten worse during the car ride back. I laid her down on the couch. Dave had a routine going, with pain medication and ways to alleviate symptoms of nausea. This bad spell was not something new. They were coming more frequently now than in previous weeks. The ranch house had two guest rooms with ensuite bathrooms and shower facilities. Joe went into one of them. I got the other. I threw my backpack on an armchair in the room, peeled off my clothes and kicked them in a corner. Then I got in the shower. I let the hot water stream over the back of my neck and my head. It felt real good. I soaked myself and watched the dirty, bloody residue come off and swirl into the drain with the centrifugal force. I toweled off and felt human again. The house was quiet. The bed sheets were clean. Through the open window, the night sky was scattered with bright stars. It was cool now, this late. I slipped into bed, stretched out, and was asleep pretty much instantly. <laughs>